Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Um. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Noah, what do you have? Uh, tea and whiskey. Ah. Twisky? <laughs> it's whiskey. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, no beers for today. Uh. It's a, you know what, post-Super Bowl cocktails. You know, I just, I'm starting to feel kind of stuffy whenever I feel that way. I don't really like to drink beer because then it just stuffs me up even more, you mm-hmm. know. So I just kind of like to, this tea feels like it's better to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. Oh, Super yeah. Super Bowl related, but I have a bunch of stuff NFL related to talk about. Um, oh, boy. Okay. Well, one thing I was gonna mention as a disclaimer: if you if we do sound a little bit different, it's just because, of course, you know, GarageBand just loves to do this. Um, as I mentioned before, usually we have a similar process. If we had a uh, a nerdy geeky nerd geek geek squad geek squad was here to help us out with how this audio fucking works, <laughs> that'd be great. But uh, you know, I do the same thing every fucking week, and for some reason this week it just said, you know what? Uh, we're Fuck not gonna. You. Yeah, just you know what? I know what you do every time. You just save ass, save ass, save ass. Well, guess what? Save ass this bitch, and it just decided not to work. So we're off one mic today, and this is a situation we'll figure out next week. And who knows? I, mean, I might come on and say the exact same thing next week and be like, couldn't fucking figure it out. But then we'll have to actually go get Geek Squad. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, Josh, as he mentioned, we've got a lot of NFL talk to go with. Um, so I guess to kind of ask, because I did put the pop culture at the end, should I just kind of riff off with the intro pop culture and then we'll go football yeah, all the rest fine. of the way till the sunrise? Yeah. Um, intro into pop culture. Okay. So, yeah, my, minus Super Bowl. How, how was your weekend? How was your week? Oh, it was a Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, we went to the Bulls game, right? No. You did. Yeah. No, is this yeah. last weekend? Yeah, you went on Friday. Okay, yeah. But you still called me about it, right? No. Like, yeah, like, yeah, remember? Because you told me about Big Red yeah. in the stands, and I knew that they won. Was I had really the over. this last weekend? Huh? That was this last weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Valentine's. Yeah, because, right? yeah. 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 That was, felt like, well, my weekend felt kind of long, so that was kind of nice, because I left straight Yeah, because then Saturday morning was when we met you for breakfast. No, I understand that. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know that was last weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Friday was super fun. You know, left work, went straight to the Bulls game, uh, figured out the car situation, but I ended up having to drive at, to the stadium, so I didn't really drink a lot of the game, which was fine. <laughs> Probably saved myself a bunch of money. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Luke's hilarious. Luke is Luke. And so he just gets there, and already he's like, Let's go! Let's go, Wolves! Let's go Wolves! You know, Tim- yeah. Timberballs! <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, and then, you know, we went out and whatever, and Paige and I stayed with Sandy and Abby, and then kind of just went back to get our cars, and we're like, all right, let's go. And then we went to get breakfast. So we called you, we called our dad. Yeah. Uh, went home. I don't think I ended up... No, I didn't nap. I ended up finishing what I got Paige for Valentine's Day. I... Drew, I painted flowers. Painted. Did I show you it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So painted that. Because um, then I was here Saturday night, and then we hung out, and you guys, yeah. 
Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty fun. I don't know. And then the Super Bowl. So it felt like a pretty, like each day I had something to do. Felt pretty long. So it was kind of, a, it was a nice weekend. Plus this weekend I have a three-day weekend, so. Oh, because President's Day? Yeah. So yeah. kind of looking forward to that. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about no. you? Uh, all just good. You know, just fine. You know, we, uh, I don't think. Oh, yeah, we went to dinner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Met up with mom and dad for dinner on Friday. And then, uh, I don't know what I did Saturday. Well, no, I, I know it's here, but didn't really do much on Saturday. And then Sunday. Let's go. Didn't really do much. And then so far this week, I mean, coming off of two brutal weeks, uh, this has definitely been a lighter week. And next week will also be a not-so-bad of a week. So a um, little bit nervous about not really – a little nervous about the weather, if it's going to freeze on over and everything. So yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's actually that big of a di- that big of a uh, deal. But Plainfield has gone remote, and so is District 204, which is our district. Yeah, my teacher – or sorry, my supervisor just messaged me today – after work that the daycare his kid goes to they the problem is for our district is we don't have like a remote plan where i feel like some schools might we don't have like a plan to go remote so we're either we're there's no way we're going remote we're just probably going to have the day off if anything right i don't think that they will um around but eight no so you probably didn't hear about this this is kind of what i was sharing or I was going to share downstairs, but uh, today the district sent out a memo. Starting tomorrow, all masks are optional. All COVID restrictions have been lifted. So I'm not going to wear a mask tomorrow for the first time in like to school, to work for the first time in like two years since I student taught. Ye- or I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Or it would be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's okay. Cause you, so you were student teaching when I was at my job at now. Cause I, for a little while had, was able to not last summer, I was able to not wear a mask, uh, and at work. Yeah. But, but now I, it, yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming just because of what with March 1st that they're going to, you have to wear a mask still as of right now. But yeah, so they this, haven't said anything yet because they won't say anything until we follow whatever guideline of the state slash county that we're in, but pretty much with the state. So once March 1st comes, I'm sure. So, yeah, we are no mask. Huh. Uh, no, we don't have to distance. The only thing we have that's this COVID thing is if they have COVID, they have to stay out for five days. But, yeah, uh, you know, if basically it's going to be like one of those things where if you're sick, stay home. Uh, you know, but no, no required COVID testing for those who are unvaccinated. Uh, like, literally, pretty much back to normal. I'm, I'm gonna be interested to see what students. I emailed up uh, one of the parents because they have uh, like, they're some respiratory issues. Little brother's respiratory issue is gonna get surgery, and I, I emailed her because I talked to the principal about it. And I was kind of just like, I just want to be upfront about everything, like. I'm just letting you know, like, I can move students, I can move students away from said student if they aren't wearing masks and you, and you would like them to, like, you know, they said they would talk to him, but I also was like, I just want you to know, like, I'm not going to wear a mask 
if you would like me to wear a mask while I'm around them, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with doing that. But like in the classroom, I'm not going to wear a mask. Um, right. Unless you're just personally like, engaging with their, right, just with their letting team. her know that because yeah. like you know. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. So she was appreciative of that, and she was like, you know, I don't know if this is too forward, but, you know, just if, if uh, I don't know if it's too forward, you know, but are you vaccinated or cla- are students vaccinated? And, you know, if not, just ignore the question, which I thought was a very good way of saying that. And I was kind of like, I don't really give a shit. Like, yeah, I'm vaccinated. I, I was like, I don't, I know that there are, a, like, some, I know that there is a student, I don't know how many students, uh, or right. vaccinated in my yeah. classroom, but I was like, even if I knew that, I couldn't tell you that, you know, I probably couldn't tell you that, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, but yeah, John and so I are it, pretty excited to. Is that, like, effective starting tomorrow? Yeah, literally. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. day, so. Um, John and I are going to roll in, no mask, and. Pin it, ask it later. Um, I just have a question, but okay. I'm gonna ask it later. Um, okay, well, interesting. Yeah, no, I think I I'll find out my answer in 13 days from now. Yeah, so, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, and I don't have to move my. So I can't remember if I mentioned this, but like three of the classes in fifth grade are moving out to the mobile classrooms. Denise and I are staying inside. Right. The the. Uh, the dilemma was, well, if music has to go next to me, I'm not going to stay in my room. Like, I'm going to move a room over into John's room if music is next to me. Because sitting next to music, <laughs> right, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, oh, fifth grade, geez. all day, every day, is just not, just not what I need. And, uh, yeah. And it was going to be that, but they're actually, EL is moving again, so I told Kim, I asked if it was just these two, the two ladies that, or if it was more than one, because I was like, sent, like, I need to either help them, give them something, thank them, like, yeah, because they're, you know, they're, they're, they are now moving again versus me moving, which is very nice of them. Right. Interesting. Oh, but, well, yeah. very cool. Um, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of interesting little tidbit with that. Uh, I was looking at the weather. I didn't. It's parents supposed to, because uh, I was just wanting to see like what's going on. There's a winter weather advisory because it looks right. like at like midnight it's supposed to go from rain, rain to mix. But I actually thought it was supposed to get below freezing, which it yeah. is. Uh, I guess tomorrow, starting in the morning, it is. Right. So literally, when I start to drive. Right. So I was about to say, it actually looks like it's supposed to be freezing. Like, and around noon, it's tomorrow. It's supposed to start snowing. I guess a little bit. Um, yeah, it's supposed to start snowing. Oh, but but then I looked at, it, I was like, all right. But then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sunny, twenty-seven, twenty-four on Friday and Saturday, but sunny. So most of the ice should be melting. And then by the time we get back to Sunday, um, it's going to be back up to – it's supposed to be 47 on Sunday, mm. which will – I guess will feel nice. Um, but, yeah. Uh, okay. Do you want me to go through some of my NFL news or do you want to jump into the Super Bowl? No, it's, I was just saying my pop culture stuff. Oh, sure, and then yeah. And then we'll do NFL news that is not Super Bowl related. 
Okay. Um, okay, so pop culture. So I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but Kylie had her baby. Yep. I don't know if I talked to you about this. I don't know. I think I know I told Alex about this. Uh, Wolf. Wolf, Wolf yes. Webster. Yes. That is the baby's name. Uh, so Kylie and Travis, baby number two. Um, Kanye and Julia broke up. Yep. So that relationship started and ended. Quickly. Quickly. Um, felt like it was longer because well, it was, in, her it was, in, the, it was in the news almost every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, so they are no more. But Kanye is still just keeping the mad at Kim train. Just keep on. He is just relentless. It sounds like um, no specifics, but from I've seen from one of the tabloids or the fun the bloids. Um, there's a lot of. Stuff they've been talking about with Kanye and Kim. Kim's getting like really fed up and whatever. Um, uh, but no, the, the surprising one, which I meant to go look up because I saw it on a um, on an article that Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley called off their uh, – they agreed to disagree. And uh, they called off their engagement. So Aaron Rodgers oh, is... Oh, they were engaged. Yep, they were engaged, which no one knew. Last year when he won MVP, he dropped the news when he was like, my fiance and I, and everyone's like, whoa, Aaron Rodgers is engaged because no one knew. And then he wins MVP number two. Back, well, actually, it's his fourth MVP. But he won it back to back, and then he then was like, no, I'm good. I kind of hope he goes back to Danica Patrick because I like them. <laughs> they were best together, but um, but yeah. So now Aaron Rodgers, free man, uh, in two cents. Well, actually, really, well, really, just in one, but in the other way, it could be a football free man sure, kind yeah. of thing. But uh, yeah, so they are no longer together. Which I'm Alex when she listens to this will be pretty surprised by that. But when she finds out, maybe like next week. But um, yeah, so they no longer together. Uh, but that's all I had. That was all I had for my uh, for my news. And Drake won a lot of money off the Super Bowl. That's Did he? Only, yeah, he he put a ton of money on the Rams to win and Odell to score a touchdown. He had, like tons of money on it and he well, won cuz they yeah. both hit. So, um, but yeah. Uh, all right. So, NFL news. Yes. Cuz now everyone knows from this point forward, NFL going into the Super Bowl. Um, so what you got? Okay. Hit well, me. Sad news first. Adrian Peterson was arrested. For yeah, but then he was... But then they released him. And... So did you see it? I did see he was arrested. Yeah. For domestic violence, I think, right? Yeah. Yes, domestic violence. Um. So... Jalen Hurts is still getting a little bit of pushback from Eagles organization. It says despite the endorsement from the head coach and the GM, there's still, quote, legitimate concern about Jalen Hurts' potential. So I think they're still not fully on board with Hurts. I think it's okay to not fully be on board, sure. but my question for the Eagles is if that means that then you want to trade, if unless you are trading your picks for – Deshaun Watson, Russell right. Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers, I don't see what your other alternative is. You're not drafting someone from this draft. I would take Jalen Hurts over most quarterbacks in this draft class to begin with. He's not a he's a good leader. He just someone takes time to develop. He's only year yeah, two. Yeah, well, this you're is, not always gonna going to get into his third year. You honestly got to be like, okay, 
you're not always going to get Josh Allen. You're not always going to get Joe Burrow, right? You got Jalen Hurts, okay? So you can either play with Jalen Hurts, win some yep. games, yep, maybe make the playoffs, you know, do okay, or you can say scrap him and we're going to suck to try to get somebody else. But it's like you got what you got right now. Yep. Play with him. Yep. Maybe you suck and then you end up getting a quarterback. But like I say, what what are you what are you gonna do? I guess if you could get that's what I'm saying. You Unless you are yeah. going to go trade for one of those players, like okay, question: Jameis Winston's a free agent. Would you take Jalen Hurts or Jameis? Jalen Hurts. Okay, same. Yeah. Say, but that but that's really yeah. the question the Eagles have to ask themselves. Like I get it. You cannot be like this is 100 percent our guy. That I'm okay with because you maybe say you don't want to give him a contract, but like. Yeah, what's your alternative? Okay, so? Uh, there is a lot of belief that uh, Carl, Carson Wentz will be traded or released yeah. before March 19th. That I did see, which uh, they gave up a first-round pick to get him, which the Eagles now have in this draft. So, I mean, I, you know, I just I feel bad for Carson Wentz because he had that one great season. That's all it really seems to reference is he had the one great season after that. But like I didn't think Carson Wentz played bad. He just wasn't necessarily gonna go out and win in the game. Yeah. But I didn't think he played bad yeah. by any means. He played better well, than he he last year. Played bad in his last game. Yes, yes, yes. They played bad in the last game. Uh, this all has to do with L.A. Uh, Stafford and the Rams are expected to focus on an extension after the season as well as McVay, and now there's still speculation about Aaron Donald yep. retiring because there's a strong possibility that he will retire, according to Rodney Harrison. Yep. Which would suck because that's like, it's like Andrew Luck times two. Like, Andrew Luck is a, was a really good quarterback, but this is literally the best player in the NFL It would uh, well, outing it, a few years before he maybe... Yeah, it would feel along... So, I, this was connected with my Super Bowl stuff, was with that, because that came a little bit after, oh, sure, with how yeah. he answered his questions yeah. and stuff. But it's okay. Uh, so, I think that with Aaron Donald, it is going to be... The difference is that I don't know the last time a player was literally at the pinnacle of you are the number one player in football. Barry Sanders left early, and you could have made the argument he could have been the number one player in football. Probably not with being a running back. Calvin Johnson obviously left early. Why not being a running back? Because at that time it was, I don't know, that's in the 90s. You, I don't know who would have been number one. Because I'm saying most likely it was a quarterback. Like, you're thinking it's either an edge slash defensive player or quarterback's probably what they consider as number one in the league versus a running back. Just not saying he wasn't a top ten player, but I'm saying that there's a vote for number one player. I don't know at that time frame what that looks like, whether or not Barry Sanders would have been voted as the number one player in football. Sure. I won't argue on it. But he was at the eight to nine year mark in his in the NFL when he left. Calvin Johnson was at the nine-year mark when he left, and Aaron Donald just finished his eighth season and yeah. could be leaving. Now, uh, we will come back to that yeah, conversation we'll because I have a twofold with him and Sean McVay with that. The Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, Stephen, Stephen, could potentially be forced to sell the team by vote from the other owners if tanking allegations 
prove true. Yeah, so which be... from what I've heard, his defense is going to be, he'd have to be saying, I was kidding. Because it sounds like there's pretty hard evidence that he, that said, he it. said it. 75% of the owners, they'll have to vote him out. So it's also whether or not 75% of the owners are going to vote him out or not. Sure. So that's the other thing, too. But uh, I did see that. Calais Campbell is returning to the NFL. Uh, he's a free agent, but that dude's fucking old. Six-time Pro Bowler. Um, Rodgers. So Broncos head coach is, quote, pushing hard for the Rodgers trade, which, of course, you course. would. Uh, and as well as the Commanders and Jimmy G. Uh, there's buzz there. Um, this is like right now a lot of speculation. Nobody like big has really said anything, but there's been some. Uh, Marquise Brown apparently retiring to pursue a uh, to pursue. Hold on. To pursue a gaming career because apparently the last eighteen months he's built he's built a strong Twitch following um, to to sustain like a successful like streaming. Why not just do both like Juju Smith Schuster? Well, true. Yeah, I could I could see that. I'm just saying like no, I he know, I know. He would earn more money if he did it. Like more than because you know he's got OTAs practice like throughout the season he can't do that. But what if he makes more money streaming than he would playing football? I think is what his. I'm curious what his contract looks like right now and what like a top gamer like Ninja makes in a year. Because I think he makes a lot of fucking money. I, but okay, I tell you what, let, I'm gonna look up what yeah. Ninja right because that that he's like a big. Person, right? Yes. Ninja, uh, gamer, um, salad. Okay. Okay, so he makes about, uh, this was in 2020. He makes $500,000 per month approximately from popular streamers on Twitch. Yeah. Okay. Five hundred thousand dollars. So that's six million a year. Right. Okay, and uh, spot track Marquise Brown. Okay, Marquise Brown is currently on a rookie deal. Uh, a four-year, eleven million dollar contract. So his contract is ending. After the 2022 season, where he's going to be making three million dollars. Yeah. Uh. Oh wait. He's making two million this year. He made seven million his first year. A million, one point one, one point five, two point one million. Hmm. So he's about to make twelve over that amount of time, but he's due up for a contract. So I guess you could weigh your options. I guess, but then again, I just uh, gave yeah. you what the top gamers making. Not what Marquise yeah. Brown would be making. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, that's that's a lot of speculation. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, there's a lot of stuff going on with Kyler right now, but that's all. 
sounds uh, like he wants like a contract thing, but if I'm the Cardinals, I'm not paying him a contract right now because I just you, you need to see just a little bit more out of him. But he's also like upset that he's getting a lot of the blame. But honestly, no offense, you decided one day you want to be a quarterback in the NFL, and guess what? Quarterbacks get all the blame and all the praise. So, it, like it, it it sucks that that's how it goes. But when a quarterback doesn't do well. That's usually what happens is yeah. because you get the blame, and when you do great things, you're the MVP of the league, you're one of the best players of all time, you're Hall of Famer, you're seen on this pedestal. If he was a running back, it wouldn't. It probably would, the Cardinals could be like, well, okay, we'll trade you. We can get another running back to be your position. We can plug and play kind of right. a deal. Can't really plug and play a Kyler Murray quarterback. So apparently, the Bucks and the Vikings. On Deshaun Watson's radar, I did see that, but I also heard that a Vikings PR member threw that out there about Deshaun Watson. Either way, I kind of like it. If he's oh. acquitted of all charges, oh yeah, if he if he is like if he is acquitted and he didn't and he's found not guilty on his verdicts, and hey, sign me up. Um, I I would get rid of two first round picks if that meant we can get Deshaun Watson, who's already under a contract right now. Yeah, uh, especially when we have a star receiver on a rookie deal. This one has to do with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if you heard about it, but apparently in 2015, the Cowboys paid a confidential settlement of 2.4 million dollars after four cheerleaders, four cheerleaders yeah. accused team's senior vice president Richard Dalrymphy Dalrymple of gaining sexual pleasure from watching them. Yeah, he was touching himself. <laughs> Come on, Richard. <laughs> yep, and they, they caught him. He was touching himself, and yep. That's not good. Yep, little uh, pocket pool. <laughs> In 2015, though, it's so far ago. That's seven years ago. No, I'm saying, no, no. I'm saying that's bad. I'm saying that's... Like yeah. seven years ago, and they, oh, yeah. they it's coming out now. I know, yeah. No, I I agree. Um, no, I'm not giving them a pass. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, 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 no. I didn't mean. Yeah, yeah, no. I but I meant like, yeah, you know, get caught playing a little pocket pool. That's, that's what happens. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I got. All right, big time, big game, big time players make big time plays. Uh. Super Bowl. Okay, stupid question, but listen. We got to do our work. Did you watch it? Yes. Okay, whole thing. Yes. Okay. Only complaint I had is that, uh, listen, no offense to the Olympics, but I would have rather seen a little more coverage at the end there, a few more interviews before they went to the Olympics. But I get it. There's a contract there. You got to show the Olympics. But if you didn't watch it all the way to the end, they basically interviewed like a couple people, did the whole trophy thing, and then it cut right to the Olympics because – Olympics were on contract to be shown at 10 o'clock at night is like when they were supposed to be on TV. So there were other interviews people were like, I would have wanted to see a couple of, and they just went you know, I wouldn't want to see, but yeah, I get it. Anyway, uh, so Rams win the Super Bowl. They are the Super Bowl champions, number one in the NFL. They won 23-20 to against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so I figured what to do here, we're going to discuss the game Thoughts throughout the quarters. So we're going to start. Um, what were your impressions? Game kicks off. And uh, 
Basically, both teams kind of got the ball. Rams go down. They score first. I cheered my ass off because I was sitting on the couch. And now, now I had some bets on the game, obviously. And now last year, uh, I got creamed by the Chiefs because I basically had, I had the Chiefs winning. I had Chiefs players scoring touchdowns. And as we all know, Chiefs scored no touchdowns. So I lost a lot of money. And then at one point they were losing and I go, you know what? They're going to come back and win this game. Put more money down there. They're going to come back and win. That didn't happen either. Right. Uh, but I also had a lot of hedging with my bets to where I had a free bet on the Bengals to win minus two and a half. But then I also had other bets where I was like OBJ over 50 yards receiving and Rams to win kind of a parlay. So I had stuff like that. So I kind of equaled out with that in the end. But I also had OBJ, which is what... DraftKings gave you $10 bet or max of a $20 bet on first team score. If they didn't score, but they scored at all, got your money back. I was kind of like, I don't really feel like I want to do 20, but I'm not going to do five. I did 10. OBJ scored first. I'm on the couch. I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, what happened? I go, oh no, just scored the first touchdown. That's a hundred bucks. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so they came right out. OBJ scores the opening touchdown. Yeah. So I guess we're talking, I know we kind of had the first quarter, you got the game kind of pulled up here, what was kind of rolling out. So basically, at one point, it's 13-3 to in the game. What were you kind of thinking in the first quarter-ish of the game here, when you're when you're watching it, if you had any impressions at all? Impressions at all. Um, it, hold up. It was 13-3. And then yep. you're saying in the second quarter. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think. I mean, it was it was early. Like I don't know. It was. I still felt like it was a good game. I mean, obviously, if the the LA scored again and it was like twenty to three, then it was. But like, so uh, Bengals scored a late touchdown to to then it was the game was ten to thirteen at half. Yeah. I now OBJ looks like he probably tore his ACL. He did. Yeah. Oh, it came out. It said he did. Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't see anything. Sure did, yeah. Only thing I saw today was about um, was about Joe Burrow. I didn't see anything of a report that came out saying uh, it's believed. I yeah, guess. Okay. Yes. That, but I didn't see anything that says he confirmed. for sure confirmed tore his ACL. But it looks like it's the same one he already tore it on before. Non-contact type of an injury. Choose what sucks. it kind of looks like. Here's my only thing I've got. So I I do believe if OBJ does not get injured, I think the game is still a close game. But instead of the Rams having to have that drive to win it, I think it looks more like they have a drive to go up by two scores whether or not the Bengals stop them and then the Bengals have to get it like a touchdown to like tie it up was how I thought the game was going to go if Odell was not going to be injured. Odell was on his way. I mean, he already had 50 yards on three catches and a touchdown in the game. It felt like their offense was just in a groove a lot. And once Odell got out of the game, the second half... Well, they had, you know, Skyronsky or whatever the fucking... You know, the, the, get, the wide receiver had to fill in. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Awanski, who yeah. just came off practice squad. Yeah. No. So I, when I'm watching, when I was sitting there watching, like, and it was a great game, I just remember looking at it being like, damn, like, just, and I, Joe Burrow, 
every time, three step drop out of his hands. Three step yeah. drop. I mean, he was just getting rid of it in, in off on the, to, in the flat, and he did. And the Bengals were playing a defense of they kept everything in front of them. So Stafford was dumping stuff off because everything deep was being covered. Joe Burrow's dropping stuff off because he's like, I got fucking no time over here because I'm getting blitz up the middle. Um, so the second half of the game. I thought the Bengals were going to win because the Rams came out and just couldn't do jack shit once. Well, then it was, the, the, it was the Bengals scored, quick turnover, Bengals yeah, got the that, ball that's back. Right. First play of the half, 75-yard touchdown, T. Higgins, yep. which you cashed on. Yes, I did. And then first play for Stafford, which, by the way, Stafford threw two picks. And you know what? The one pick, it was third in 18. And he told his guy, he told Van Jefferson just to go deep, chucks it, and threw a pick. And I was like, yeah. that's basically a punt. Because it yeah. was third and 18, he wasn't getting anything, so he said, you know what, it's either a touchdown or an interception, or it's incomplete out of the back of the end zone, and we're punting Well, actually, it, it was first down. No, 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 no. He scored. The first interception he threw. Oh. The second one he threw, it was oh, right yeah. after the touchdown, and he threw it. It was a little bit behind his, like not really, but the guy should have caught it and it tipped off his hands. Oh yeah, they yep. picked it and then Bengals went field goal. But that was the biggest play by the Rams defense was to hold them to a field goal because yeah. Bengals get a touchdown there. It's a totally it, different ball game. Totally different. They get a field goal. That was when it was uh, 20, to 20 to thirteen. Um, and then it was sixteen to twenty. Yeah, and but and then after that, in the fourth quarter, I think the Rams got the ball like three times in a row, and they just went three and out. Three, it was like not three and out. It was like five plays out the field. Like they just couldn't get the three ball and out, going four and out, and then they had that long drive. Okay, they scored. So then, but I don't know what happened, but second half adjustments. The the Rams started to overload one of the sides of the offense and bring up five up to the line because the center in the first half yeah. was helping out an Aaron Donald. Right. And then they had six sacks in the second half of that ball game. They had one sack in the first half. Yeah. Aaron Donald. Because well, then they're like, all right, we'll put Von Miller alone. Good fucking luck. And then Yeah, well and then they brought Ernest Johnson up and then they said, okay, now we're gonna bring five up, one on one. Von Miller's either gonna win or Aaron Donald's gonna win. Right. Aaron Von Miller had two sacks. Aaron Donald had two sacks, and Ernest Johnson had a sack. Like yeah. I mean, it, and he was just balling That's out as well. Seven sacks total. Yeah, it, I mean, they just got after Joe Burrow in the second half, and um, and oh, also, tw- I was surprised twice in that game. Saw Joe Mixon threw a touchdown pass, and then Cooper Cup even threw a pass. Yeah. Now he overthrew Matt Stafford. A little excited. And way over through him, but it was uh, no. But then obviously, I don't know if you want talk about the drive there. I I mean, it's six minutes left in the game. I'm like, fuck. I mean, this is either like they don't get it here right away. There's still a chance. Then once the drive started kind of going, I saw the clock going. I go, okay. No, at this point, they're probably thinking this is forward. Every every play, every down now is four downs. Yeah. At that, like I texted you, I was like, the Rams. I think the Rams got it. Like they. Yep. But. I was a little upset at that first penalty. Just I know you had it on here, but I think yeah, no, it, it flows that in. the uh, like I was looking at the stats: two penalties against the Rams, four penalties against the Bengals. To that point, because I believe it was that one, and then there was like two more penalties after that one. So then because uh, they had the one in the end zone, 
So maybe it was Which, just... But those are both offsetting. The, so are you talking about the helmet to helmet one? No, I was talking about the... Because there were, there were three Cooper in a row on that drive. Yeah. There was... So a, I don't know if that was counted as the penalties, if they're offsetting. Yes. So I'm trying to get at a different point. I know, but I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. So then there would have been two penalties on each side that entire game. And I just felt like that last bit of the game was like you you let them play the whole game and then you called that holding on the, the linebacker on a pass that was behind the player. And when you watch the replay, it really wasn't holding. Like there was no part of that that was really like like the play with T Higgins was way worse like the it just was like that kind of sucked because that literally was the game because that would have been fourth down yep would have been fourth and, and eight. 10 or yeah yep and i don't know it just was like that kind of sucked because it just felt like you fucked the Bengals like the rams weren't not going to score after that point like there was there was no way you're going to keep them out of the end zone I yes, I agree. And um, I was just kind of like I was trying the refs just stamped their seal on that game. I So here's my only thing. Here's what I was thinking of is I was talking to Alex about this and I said if let's just say I now I can't fully give my honest answer because it wasn't my team. If I if the Bengals are replaced with the Vikings in that situation, I am pissed because everyone's gonna be talking about well, if that holding call isn't called, it's a fourth and eight. Yeah, there's a chance, but the odds are very, very low right. that the Rams were gonna score on that drive. Now, yes, the Rams defense was playing very well. Also, the Bengals aren't moving the ball as well, so they had three timeouts. They could have called all three, stopped them, and gotten the ball back. Now, I do believe that the Rams were the better team, and they were the team that won the Super Bowl. They were the better team in that game. But the Bengals, I felt like in the games they played in their playoff games against the Titans and against the Chiefs and against the Rams, they weren't necessarily the better team, but they were ahead at one point in the game, and they played. Their defense played so well that game. It was literally that one drive, and I think that they had them. It was that one and my only thing, though, is that I totally – and I thought of two two things. Part one was as a football fan, the more I've been watching, and we watch games this year. We watched the Steelers game this year against the Bears when the Bears had the game and the guy got called for the stupid taunting penalty and he bumped into the ref, ref bump, basically bumped into him, called a flag, Steelers go on, they win the game. There are other games this year that were affected by the refs. And just my my number one thing is, is if the – I'm not saying the Bengals play a better game. But if the games play differently, you just do your best that you can to make sure the refs have no implication on the game. If you're ahead by more in the game, it doesn't even matter if the refs make a call or not because you're either winning by too much to where it doesn't really matter. If the game is too close, the refs can get involved. So if the Bengals play a better game – doesn't even matter what was called there because if they're up by 10 points it doesn't really matter what gets called there mm-hmm. so I, get I that. understand what nope, you're saying I know but I just and I understand that that's somewhat unrealistic because a lot of games are really close in the NFL well it's, it's 
it's kind of like saying, why don't you just play better? <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I know, I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, that's what... My second thing, though, is, listen, I get it. They, they made a bad call. But if you say that, then my thing was, though, is that I got it. They let the players play. And they came out and they said the T. Higgins play that, they, that he didn't see anything. It didn't think it was a pull and a grab, which if you clearly see the replay, it definitely was T. Higgins' hand pulled and grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask. Whether he meant to or not, pulled it, and Jalen Ramsey's flew out of the way. That's also but it wasn't a like a... It wasn't like a... Yank. It was literally like, okay. I know it's not a yank, but that's then what's then what were you gonna say? I don't think I think Jalen Ramsey's mo- he was already fa- he wasn't gonna make a play on that ball. I, I agree. Think, he was already think... falling, but what T Higgins did of a somewhat swim move doesn't help out that he hits the fl- he hits the turf either. So, but either way. That's a flag that should have been called at that point, and that's then that's also not a touchdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was my only point: is that I totally get it. If I'm a Bengals fan, if I as a Viking fan, I would get it. I'd be pissed. You look at the game, you go that that call's not there. We might be Super Bowl champs. My only thing I'm saying though is that there were that play is also nullified if they call that pass interference as it or offensive pi or face mask as it probably would have been called. If that call is correct, but you did make a good point. They were letting them play throughout the game, because then after that point, once um, they they called that holding call, that's when Cooper Cup scores in the end zone. But then it was a hold on the Rams, and but it was helmet to helmet on the Bengals. Which also, if he does not even hit Cooper Cup up high in the end zone, it's only a hold on the Rams, and they get pushed back ten yards. Yeah, but it was, and then. I mean, Eli Apple for dear life was just fucking holding on to Cooper Cup because he knew uh, the corner just going. Matt Stafford rolls out to his right. Cooper Cup just runs a route to the just to the pylon. I mean, that's gonna be a touchdown. And if I'm Eli Apple, that's what I'm doing. It's either I'm letting up a touchdown or I'm gonna hold the guy because at live least to fight there's a fence. Right, you get another down to 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 live and fight. So I agree with you. It did suck when I was watching it. But that's what it was, and that was the call that they decided to make. Um, but I guess with that being said, since we kind of touched on that subject right now, um, do you think that we need that we need a sky judge? There needs to be someone upstairs that either says there needs to be a flag on this play, or hey, that's a bad call. I don't, only because it's gonna get so ticky tacky at that point. <clears throat> like that would then would assume I don't know. It's like. You could. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. Cause then it's just like, yeah, like I said, I I I don't think that was a call. I was a good call, and you know, I think that that had a big impact on the game. But then then I just feel like there'll be more penalties. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I'm with maybe you. more. I, I just challenges on penalties. Okay, that could be something though. Like where you could throw a coach could throw a challenge flag saying, "Hey, I think this is because they had that before, and I know they have that in the NBA. Uh, In the NFL, it was just that they could review it, but if but the coaches couldn't challenge it. And so I feel like maybe if you do something like that, like separate, like a sep like a penalty challenge, a separate challenge, 
You get two challenges on, like, a normal play, but you can have, like, one penalty challenge. Yeah. So, again, it's kind of like what I said that earlier about if you don't like the game, be it close, whatever, but just, like, the refs, unfortunately, from regular season to playoffs to the Super Bowl, the refs are a part of the game. They make the calls, whether it's the first quarter or the fourth quarter, that affect the outcome of a game sometimes. It, they're, they are humans. All stuff happens really fast. You know, it is just one of those things, a part of the game. Yeah. And, but I agree with you. It just, it kind of sucked. But, um, okay. So, Rams went down. They go. They score. Get the win. Now, what did you think? When the, when the Bengals got the ball back, I was like, okay, this is where Joe Burrow is going to walk in. But, but I was also like, but I haven't seen much from them because of the fact that other than the touchdown and the field goal, they hadn't scored since then. They literally scored their first points in the first five minutes of the third quarter and then never scored again. I love to see And that's that. what I was also saying, though, is that if they score one other time, it's a different ball game. Yeah. I love to see that at the last play when Aaron Donald got through that uh, Burrow still was able to get the ball out because, like, oh yeah, it, I'm thinking – that's one of the first times I've ever seen a quarterback on the last play of the game getting sacked and doesn't just like chuck it up, give yourself a chance. Like he like was swung around and just tried to throw the ball forward as like and like it's the last play Samaj of the game. P. Ryan was somewhat right, in the he area. Like, he was like kinda close. Like yeah. So I kinda give him props for that. Like he at least gave it a shot. Like but only problem I have with the Bengals, why the fuck is Samaj P. Ryan in the game? Joe Mixon was playing a great game to that point. I just don't see why. It's the same thing when the 49ers against the Chiefs were giving the ball to Debo Samuel and then in the first half, and he was running yeah. running around on the Chiefs in the second half, they just didn't give him the ball. And I'm like, why are you not giving the player who was... And, and just with Joe Mixon, and then even in the, in the third quarter, I mean, he had 82 yards rushing in the game. Yeah. He was playing very well, and I just don't understand when it was... Second and one, they threw the deep ball that was overthrown out of bounds. And then on third down, I just don't see why you don't have Joe Mixon in the game. I get it. Samadre P. Ryan might have been your third down back during the year because he's a little bit heavier of a running back. But Joe Mixon was playing the better game. When you're in the Super Bowl, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a coach, so I, I understand if you, that's the call you want to make. It's what you've done all year. Guys playing well in the game. Got to get your guy the ball who's been running the ball on that Rams defense. Samaji so P. Ryan hadn't yeah. really rushed the ball that much. Um, but I did know that no matter what, Alex and I did talk about this, I was going to feel bad for whoever lost yeah. the game. That was the thing, the only thing that sucked. I was going to be happy for who won, and I was going to feel so bad for whoever lost uh, yeah. in the game. Um, so, you know, game kind of ends here. Who. Do you think between the Bengals and Rams is more likely to come to be back in the Super Bowl? All right. So, yeah, who I think is going to go back? Um, I mean, the AFC is so loaded that the Bengals are kind of set up. It just feels like the AFC is so loaded. I mean, they're going to just build around Burrow now, so... I, I don't know what's going to happen with the Rams because they've got all these contracts, they've got all these big players. Like, are they going to, who are they going to keep, who are they going to go? Like, uh, but 
it feels like, I don't know, part of me wants to say the Rams just because the AFC is so fucking good. Yeah, so so I think that... Didn't they win the, did they win the Pro Bowl? Who? The AFC? Haven't they won like the last six? I had no idea. I, I didn't watch Pro Bowl and I heard I, I Pro Bowl sucked yeah. this yeah. year, so... Um, but I, the only thing is that Carson Wentz has, or not, Carson Palmer has spoken multiple times about the Bengals organization and they are known for being people who do not pay contracts and who do not pay out money and that they're okay Hmm. with basically like, well, it's a notion that they're okay with not winning, winning. So some people are a little bit nervous that the Bengals are not going to go out and pay offensive linemen or if they're going to go pay um, Joe Burrow in Mm. three years from now. Now, Joe Burrow could have changed the ideology with the Bengals, but they have been known to not pay out the second contracts and make you one of the highest paid players in football. It's just something that they have not been known to do. Um, so I think that's an interesting dynamic of it, but I agree with you 100%. I, I think that the Rams in the NFC, especially if Aaron Rodgers is out of the NFC, yeah. especially if Russell Wilson gets traded and he ends up out of the NFC, I don't know if he actually will or not. He might still end up in the NFC depending on who has the most draft picks if he even does get traded. Um, but yeah, I think the Rams do just because you've got – I mean, next year the Bengals could not even be the favorites to win the division if I mean, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens come back. You, you look think- at – I'm just looking at the division. Brady's out of Tampa Bay. Rodgers is going to be probably out of Green Bay, maybe. After that, Cardinals were, eh. Dallas is, eh. Like, 49ers, eh. Like, Philadelphia, even worse. Like, yeah. Then you look at the AFC, it was Tennessee – the Bengals, yep. the Bills, yep. the Chiefs, yeah, and the Patriots are still yeah. Patriots are still solid playoff team. I like mean, they have like five I mean, solid. Even, even the Raiders, Vegas, the yeah, Chargers, the Colts with Carson Wentz. If they don't blow it, I mean, they're even a. Not, I mean, we're talking the teams that made in the AFC were ten win teams, and the team in the yeah, NFC. The NFC is just weak. Yeah, and they're very top heavy. And that's the thing. Rams, they're just going to be a top three team. They can... So, yeah, I, I think it's the Rams out of those two. But with that being said, do you think that there is somewhat going to be a like dynamic change of you can either choose to go the Bengals' way of where they, they drafted T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, they got Joe Burrow, they, go out, they got Jamar Chase. Teams, they want to get the Joe Burrow of rookie deal quarterback, get to a Super Bowl. You want to win the Super Bowl in the rookie deal. Or what the Rams have done, which is we're going to trade our draft picks for proven talent, i.e. Jalen uh, Ramsey, Matt Stafford, Von Miller, Odell Beckham. They signed, but they went out and got proven talent, and they just drafted late rounds very well. I think it just depends on your market and your, and your location. Like I think L.A. is a team that could do that. Uh, just because of like where they are and like I don't know I feel like yeah but I think like but because the Rams you know they haven't had a first round pick and what will be if they assuming they keep the first round pick um, like Tampa Bay did that in 2024 um, they will have not have a first round pick in seven years so it's like is it almost 
for other teams, like, okay, hey, we can trade, for instance, a la Minnesota Vikings. What if they said, you know, we're going to go trade two first-round picks, get us to Sean Watson, he's plugged in as our quarterback. And then you could say, all right, and then at some point you trade to get yeah. a defensive co- – you trade to get a cornerback on your team. Yeah. who's a Jalen Ramsey type. And you go, we're going to trade for this guy. They're in discussions of contract talk. You know what? We'll pay him and we'll come sign him in hopes you can win it in this small window. Because for the Rams, it's like – I mean, they had to win it this year because if they didn't, Von Miller, either they have to pay him or he's walking now, and Odell Beckham, they're both free agents. So it was like this was the year they had to win it, at least with the players that they traded for. Deion Ramsey they're fine with, Aaron Donald obviously possible with retirement. Um, But that was the only thing with the Rams is like this is like when they definitely needed to go do that. Yeah. Um, They needed to win this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Last couple things are with the Super Bowl. So, oh, halftime show. What did you think of it? I mean, it's cool, but like... Really? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. It was fun. Like, I don't know. Honestly, it was kind of like... It wasn't like... I don't know. Follow for the bub. Yeah, no, it was cool. It just was like... I don't know. I just thought it was okay. California. I, when I was watching it, so... I mean, I definitely thought it was good. I didn't think it was bad. I just thought it was like, cool, yeah. You, they did it, but at the beginning they were like, "It's gonna be the greatest show of rap and R and B coming together," and you know, and I was kind of like, "Okay, it was good." I thought it was really good. I really liked it a lot. Well, it has it's not my favorite halftime show, but it's probably a top three for me though. I mean, it was I thought it was really good. Um, I also though at one point was like. This is also like the Dr. Dre show um, because every single person that was up there, he signed. Yeah. And was a part of his record. Yeah. Well, I know, but I just, I was like, at one point, I was like, uh, I was sitting there with Alex and as we're watching it, I go, okay, Eminem, he signed. Snoop Dogg, he signed. I go, and then 50 Cent showed up, which he wasn't on the headliner, and he showed up in the show, and I was like, Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Eminem and 50 Cent were like his two biggest ones after Snoop Dogg and Tupac. After Tupac passed away, Snoop Dogg was like going downhill a little bit. He went out and signed 50 Cent and Eminem. And then I was like, what are the odds Mary J. Blige just signed to him? Sure enough, she was. Kendrick Lamar is. And then Anderson Pac, who was on the drums, is uh, with was? Dr. Dre. And I was like, huh, okay. That kind of all makes sense now. So, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, but, okay, so a couple things. One, as we touched on earlier, coming back to it, Aaron Donald and Sean McVay. At first, before the Super Bowl started, that was when Rodney Harrison said, I think, and I've heard on Gert, that Aaron Donald's going to re- might retire if, yeah. he, if they win the Super Bowl. I've also, though, heard that being one of the top players in football, he is also one of the more now he is one of the more underpaid defensive players in football now. Mm. He's like top ten, top fifteen because other players have just gotten contract sure, yeah. after he signed his three years ago. Um and that this might be a contract because okay, the guy's been in the league for eight years. He's an eight time Pro Bowler, seven time first team all pro, three time defensive player of the year, Super Bowl champ mm-hmm. at this point. So it's kind of like, yeah, 
backup truck for that guy. Right. So it's kind of and so, but if he does choose to retire, I mean, he also he's made a definitely good amount of money, and yeah. he can he will go obviously if it's for his health. Oh, hundred percent. So Sean McVay apparently there is mutual interest between him and ESPN to have him be an analyst, and there are rumors that if they would overhaul the Monday Night Crew and put in Sean McVay as the color analyst with match yeah, like you wouldn't want to leave coaching for that no that's actually like what he might leave to go do oh. it's like that actually might be why he'd leave coaching is to go do what John Gruden did which was to go oh. on Monday Night Football and Sean McVay might go to Monday Night Football because he's leaving as a Super Bowl the reason what, what they're saying is that he's leaving as a Super Bowl winner if he does leave and he ever wants to come back anyone's going to take him back because he left his yeah. going to Super Bowl twice, won a Super Bowl, and that he will come back. Now, I do think his, though, is more of a, I've been in the Super Bowl twice, I've been in the playoffs, I want a new deal. I want the John Gruden 10 yeah. out of 10, 10 100 now, obviously. He's yeah. gone now, but he wants more than right. 10 million a year. But also he looks at Tony Romo, who's making 15 a year as a color analyst, and he's like, or I can make more up in the booth. Yeah. So I think that's just what Sean McVay's thing is. But you mentioned this. This is a hot-button topic right now, and I want to know what you and I both think about this. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say two other things. One other thing. Jalen Ramsey. He did not play his best game in the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know. He got... I mean, well, he said, I mean, falling down, got beats, the 75 yard touchdown, T. Higgins. Yeah. Then he got 35 yard reception, Jamar Chase, 101. Jamar Chase goes up, makes a great play, but. And then right. at the end of the game, he tried to undercut the route, didn't get it. Jamar Chase goes yeah. up, 20 yard reception. I don't know. He went up against Jamar Chase, who's proven to be, like, pretty fucking good, but. Like, that receiving core. All around is good. Like, there's no weak spot there. I just feel like... But he's shut down better. Sure. He had, like, an okay game. I looked up at his stats, and it was like... The game he let up... that The 80 yards he let up was his second worst game. Yep, but he did it in the Super Bowl. That's the thing, though. Yeah, it wasn't okay, like this is like, week thirteen. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I, like, yeah, no, I know. I you would, you would, I'm, if it was, if you, you would have yeah, to say, like, yeah, you would expect it, but it's like, okay, buddy, like, it's still, yes, it's a Super Bowl, but it's still like, if you think about it, like, without any titles, it's still a game, like, it's still a game. Totally agree. And it's like, he did not maybe do as good as he like has done before, but it was kind of like, I don't know. I didn't listen. I'm I'm with you on that logic. I'm just saying that it's people also like, are in my mind. I'm kind of thinking like, like, okay, Joe Burrow has said it before. He's gonna just put it to Jamar Chase. So mm-hmm. like, in a lot of ways, Joe Burrow could have put it in a great spot, and Jamar Chase could just make a great catch. And there's literally nothing that Jalen Ramsey could have done. Totally agree but with that. Make they just made a play, so it's kind of like I just you my can do thing that. though is that if you're if if that's the game you're gonna have as a coach or GM, I'm saying if I'm paying or I trade, I think that's bullshit. All right, I if the reason why I pay to be a good player is to make the plays in the games when it matters most. If on week 13 you get burned for 200 yards, 
You burn 200 yards, it's a loss. This is a different type of a loss. No, I see that's, that. I think that's that's backwards, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of who got burned is Eli Apple, after the game, has been getting yeah, fucking really torched. Get it, because, like, he... Yeah, but he... Ha- he started it. That's not, that's oh, why he's getting he torched. It. He started it. He talked trash to Kansas City after they beat Kansas City. And now, I don't think that... I do think it is somewhat of a, I don't know what you would call it, but the Chiefs, I get they they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. So Bengals go in, they beat the Chiefs. Eli Apple talks shit on Twitter to Miko Hardman and Tyreek Hill, yeah. being like whatever he said. I don't doesn't matter. The game ends, and not only is it the Kansas City Chiefs, his ex teammate of Michael Thomas is ripping on him. A shit ton of other players ripping on him because, I mean, he did get burned, but then I'm like, all right, but he got burned by fucking Cooper Cup. It's not like he's getting right. burned by Schmatsky, who we talked about earlier, who's, yeah. you know, whatever. But then Miko Hardman, of course, tweets out after the, the game and was basically like, ring. yeah, of his ring. And then Tyreek Hill made a comment after the game because he said to them, hey, you guys want me to Venmo you guys a couple tickets to the game. That's what Eli Apple said to him after they won the NFC Championship game. Like you guys want a couple tickets to the Super Bowl to come on. If I'm Eli Apple, I don't say it to a team who just won it recently yeah. and went there the year before, but yeah. he chose to do that, but he got fucking shredded on Twitter by not only the Kansas yeah. City players, but a bunch of other yeah, players. Yeah, I saw it. I was kind of like, I mean, like, they the defense played a great game against the Rams. They did. And yeah, they didn't have, they didn't have Odell. It was literally that one drive that fucked them. Yeah, uh, but speaking of with him guarding Cooper Cup, best wide receiver season ever. Probably. I mean, he got twenty three hundred yards total between postseason and regular season, which beat Jerry Rice or no, beat Larry Fitzgerald by five hundred yards. So people are like, wouldn't even take out the eighteenth game yeah. he played in the season. Wouldn't even matter. You're not gonna get five hundred yards in a triple game. crown winner, offensive player of the year. And um, oh, which by the way, we didn't even mention defensive rookie of the year was Michael Parsons. How did he not win MVP? I'm sorry, but like who? Cooper Cup. How MVP was, of what the league? The league, like, because he's not a quarterback. Yeah, I feel like it should have been like. Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback of the number one team with the bye in the NFC and that's no, why yeah, Aaron listen like, we've talked about this before because I'm with you if it's up to me I'm giving to this triple crown league, winner yeah. of receptions touchdowns and yardage in the NFL which by the way was the first time a receiver's ever done that in all three at once and the first time a receiver he's the second all time to win Super Bowl MVP Lead the league in touchdowns, yardage, and receptions at one point during a career and win offensive player of the year. Jerry Rice is the only other player to do that, but Jerry Rice did it over a career and yeah. Cooper Cup did it in one season. So it's also why I, I yeah. think the best receiver that's ever been done so far, but for a season for yeah. a receiver. Um, okay, but the last topic here before we wrap it up here, close ourselves out. Matt Stafford. He's been a hot topic of discussion right now ever since he won, which I'm super pumped for him. Super glad. This is what I'm going to bring it back to, though, was John. Is he, I'm assuming he was probably excited, happy that Matt Stafford won. 
being Wilson? a Lions fan. No. Your oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, was probably pretty pumped that. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, yeah. And him and his wife both said that they felt the love from Detroit. Yeah. That they were all rooting for him and yeah. and whatever, which he thought was super cool. And he's just like, I'm just... He, he did say he was upset that it wasn't something he could give the city of Detroit. Um, but he, he said, I mean, I guess he's like... He kind of said it in a way of like, but that's really nice that they all kind of think that this is like something that they won because they just want to yeah. you know, for himself. Okay, but right. uh, what? Well, Matt Stafford, no. Hall of Famer. No, and I think it's just unfortunate that he was on the Lions because it's like, because Richard Sherman had a good point. He has. Yep. So I saw. So yep. You go ahead. I mean, I don't have it up, but. Yeah, he basically said no all pros, one Pro Bowl, um, uh, oh yeah, I got it, um, not all decade team, no all pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, no Super Bowl MVP, never considered the best in any year he's played. And to his point, he compared him to Matt Ryan, and he said Matt Ryan has an MVP, but I don't think Matt Ryan's going to be in the in the Hall of Fame. What did Matt Ryan do? He won a MVP. Does that mean Cam Newton should go to them to the Hall of Fame? Well, I think it's because Matt Matt Ryan's going to end up with being. I mean, he's already. I think he's top fifteen in yards and touchdowns all time. I think that's what it is. He's going to be an all time quarterback. In yarded in statistics, and he'll have a MVP attached. Excuse me, an MVP attached to him. Here was my only thing that I would say against what Richard Sermon said, because you could do some digging. Because I did look up, I meant to look up the other Hall of Fame classes. Because you could do some digging and look up some Hall of Fame classes, and you can find some people who either were considered or made the Hall of Fame who have. Not necessarily the exact same, but a similar track record of Matt Stafford. As in that they got in. Because I don't think... I think there are players who... I think one... I think the Pro Bowl is the dumbest thing well, in the world. No, I for all pros. For them. It's, all, it's all about all pros. Here's my thing, though. I'm just going to read... So, I looked this up last night. Brett Favre is a Hall of Famer. Right? So one thing that was knocked against Matt Stafford is his interceptions to touchdown. He's all-time record. He's 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 a two-to-one ratio. Uh, Matt Stafford is. Brett Favre was a 1.1, ratio. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford's pro, one Pro Bowl season he made was in 2014. The Lions made the playoffs three times. Matt Matt Stafford in his one Pro Bowl season. Threw for 4,200 yards and 32 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. And they made the um, playoffs that year. In a season, he threw for 5,038 yards, 41 touchdowns, and 16 interceptions. Didn't make the Pro Bowl. Hmm. He also threw for 4,900 yards the very next season. 20 touchdowns. Oh, and they made the playoffs that year in 2011. And they made the playoffs. And you make the Pro Bowl. In 2015, the very next year, so he made the Pro Bowl when he threw 42, 22, 12. Right. He threw 42, 32, 13. Didn't make the Pro Bowl. 
He then, with the Rams this past season, as the number three seed through 48-41, led the league in 17 interceptions, did make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's tough. So my only argument against it was that, oh, and then in 2017, or in 2016, they made the playoffs, and he threw 43-24-10. and 10. Did make the Pro Bowl. My only thing, though, against what Richard Sherman was saying is that he did say the whole no Pro Bowl. I'll give him the All-Pro, because yeah. I think All-Pro to me, that's yeah. my biggest thing. It's Are you an All-Pro first or second team player? Because that's voted on by the writers, and, and Pro Bowls to me is ridiculous because when Xavier Rhodes made it, it was yeah. he was the worst corner in the league, and he made it yeah. on a popular vote. Well, so did... Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky has the exactly. same Pro Bowls as Matt Stafford. Right. That's my only problem with what Richard Sherman said is because there are players. Marcus Colson never once made a Pro Bowl, and you could point out stats where he should have made a Pro Bowl, and he's yeah, one of sure. the best players to never make it. That's my only yeah, thing no, against I totally what agree. his argument yeah, was. I totally agree with that. And, but also to me with Matt Stafford, the three best statistical wide receiver seasons – or four, with yeah. postseason and regular season combined, he was a quarterback for two of them. Yeah. Calvin and... Uh, Calvin and Cooper, Cooper Cup. Yeah. So that was my only thing is that I totally understand, but the whole knock... And also, when he was in Detroit, he had one year with Reggie Bush in 2013 when he had 1,000-yard rusher as a running yeah. back. He also, the one year that they had a top 10 defense, made the playoffs. Yeah. And every other year they did not have a top 10 defense. I mean, yeah. I, I hear so that. my only thing, though, is that I totally get it. Now, I think that Matt Stafford is a Pro Bowl, is a Hall of Famer on the sense he'll make it on his fifth and or late try. Sure. He will not be in in his first three tries in, in the Hall of Fame. Because you think about the players who just go in on their first try, it is a don't even have to think about it, right. Hall of Fame player. Right. Second try is, you know what, he went up against a tough class, right. but he sh- he's like the, you could make the argument, he's the first ballot. Yeah. Those are second ballot. Third ballot, you're like, yes, for sure. Fourth, you're like, yeah, fifth time, yeah, okay, probably, and then you get the late times. Yeah. I think he's a late time, Sure. guy goes in, it's a Matt Safford type. Is how I think he's a Hall of Famer. So, although I agree with Richard Sermon because it's just unfortunate he did play in Detroit. Yeah. But there are also seasons he he definitely should have been a Pro Bowl player. He could be a four-time Pro Bowl or win Super Bowl. Yeah. He just didn't make it because fans didn't vote for him. Yeah. Also, as soon as Cooper scores two touchdowns and they win, like there's no like, if if. I mean, I guess maybe it could have been Joe it's Burrow. Because yeah. if the Bengals won, it, T. Higgins could have been it. If the Bengals won, it probably would have been T. Higgins. Joe Burrow had like 200 yards and yeah. one touchdown. Yeah. But well, T. Higgins two, had... Cause, oh, no, you're right. No, because yeah, Joe Mixon yeah. threw the other one. That's why I'm saying that probably yeah, would have right. been, been T. Higgins. It would have been T. Higgins, yeah. Um, but Aaron Donald, if Cooper Cup didn't catch a touchdown in the end, it's probably Aaron Donald who wins Super Bowl yeah. MVP. Because um, Matt Stafford threw two picks. No, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. like, Yeah. So... But yeah, uh, I think that was it. That was that was my Super Bowl. That was that was Super Bowl wrap up. So, Rams won. It's a good season. I'm pretty fucking pumped for next season because we got Kevin O'Connell. We, uh, yes, we do. I, unfortunately, I did hear someone throw out the idea: What if Sean McVay does retire? 
the Rams. Now, he is expected to be announced as our coach tomorrow. Yeah. In a press conference. But there is a very, very small, like, rumor that got thrown out there of what if Sean McVay does leave for ESPN and the Rams call Kevin O'Connell and say, we want you as the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, and Kevin O'Connell pulls a Bill Belichick. Hmm. That'd suck. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't think it'll be the case because I, I, I don't think um, – Sean McVay's going anywhere, but that is the only thing I thought. But yeah, Kevin O'Connell, he should be our new head coach and should be good. Yeah. All right. right. All right. Cool. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will chat with you guys next week. Move on from football. Go on some other good stuff. March Madness. March Madness. Coming up. (laughs)